My name is Matthew Rodriguez. And I'm Nicole Brownlee. And this is After Roulette, a new podcast made by two pre-com people at Red River College for our um, first semester media production class in radio. The whole premise of this podcast is we both love celebrities. Um, I think we met talking about a random celebrity. Yeah, it was either a celebrity or Glee. So I, <laughs> I don't think know it was which. Glee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast is not about Glee. Real good show. Um, but After Roulette is me and Nicole. We decided to make it a little fun. We will be pulling an actor out of a hat randomly. Um, we added in a whole bunch of actors' names. And we'll pull out an adjective. And with the celebrity's name and the adjective, me and Nicole will watch a movie each starring that actor. And we'll talk about it a little bit, get into that actor's life, what they're doing now, um, maybe their acting style, and maybe even something, you know, associated with that actor, maybe other actors who have worked with them. Yeah, and just getting into fun facts that we both don't know about them, because we have a few different actors that I don't really know much about, or Matt doesn't know, so I think it'll be a learning experience for the both of us. Yes, and I think for our first one, celebrity-wise, this person is well-known, um, was first a rapper, then turned into an actor, is highly regarded as one of the best actors in you know the working world today, uh, Will Smith. Um, and the adjective that we pulled out for him was disturbed. It was a bit of a challenge to try and figure out what movie we could match with that because Will Smith has a diverse amount of movies that he's done, but having an adjective like disturb made it a little bit more difficult. <laughs> One thing that Nicole brought up when we found out the adjective was, uh, she's like, I don't know what movie. I'll do maybe Shark Tale. <laughs> but how am I supposed to know? <laughs> like, and Shark Tale is a pretty disturbing movie if you're like, I don't know. If you think about it. Yeah, maybe not for the little kids who watch it. Like I watched it when it came out. Did you? Yes, I definitely saw that in theaters. I definitely did. I think rewatching it, the animation was what disturbed me the most. I just don't like it. I didn't like Jack Black in that movie. He played the shark. Lenny. Or, uh, Lenny. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like Jack Black as I, Lenny? No, I don't like Jack Black in general. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's your opinion. <laughs> Will Smith is obviously the lead role in that movie, although you don't see his face. Uh, he plays Oscar <laughs> the fish. That's not the movie we're talking about in this <laughs> podcast. But um, I think it's uh, a little interesting him being an actor, being so big. Yeah, because he just has so many different roles that he's played. Like, I don't really know that much about Will Smith before we started doing this podcast. And so looking at all the movies that he's actually been in, like he was in that biographic uh, movie about Muhammad Ali that I didn't even know about. Yeah, Ali, uh, (laughs) that was very early on in his career. He actually got nominated for his first actor or first Oscar for that. Um, he didn't win, <laughs> but I, I I think that movie was good. It, it showed a good range in him. He was only doing like Independence Day. So many action. Men movies. in Black. Men in Black. <laughs> Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, as well too. So I think that was a pretty good example of him trying to get into more, like, bigger roles. I guess. Yeah. But for you, what's probably your favorite Will Smith movie? I know you don't know much about his acting wise, but I think my favorite Will Smith movie. Is it a comedy action movie? Uh, it's pro- it's probably Hitch. I've seen Hitch so many times. <laughs> they used to play Hitch all the time on W Channel. Okay. I feel like I would watch it with my mom like around holidays or on like Sundays. That movie was very interesting. Yeah, that's the one with Kevin James, and he's just trying to give people advice on how they can like finesse their way into the people that they want like their hearts kind of thing so it was like really probably not okay in today's standards (laughs) because there was like a lot of lying and stuff but i think one thing that was important is there was barely any social media in that movie too yeah this was the days before tinder yeah and uh he kind of converses with his clients face to face telling him like this is what you should do to pick up this woman. Yeah, it was all about, like, pickup artistry, so... <laughs> insane, insane. Like, my favorite movie, like, from Will Smith personally, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely, I think, a movie that people don't really know much about, yeah. although they've heard about it for... They, like, they're like, oh, like, the title of the movie was spelled wrong. It was Pursuit of Happiness. Yes. Yeah, underrated movie, and... 
I think in, in that movie he plays a real life man uh, who's homeless in San Francisco. Very good portrayal of that movie. I, I really enjoyed it a so lot. So it was based on a true story? Yeah, it was based off a real story. Mm-hmm. And it basically his life was trying to, he was selling medical equipment to hospitals and he never found much success in that. And then he ended up going homeless with his son at the time. Yeah. And which is played by Jaden Smith. We will get to <laughs> the kids uh, later on in this podcast episode, but uh, very stunning portrayal. I always remember that role from him. Yeah, I always remember crying during that movie. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) definitely hit me hard. Well, I think before we start talking about movies, um, I do want to mention one thing that that was funny before filming this was uh, me and Nicole decided to get a snack before recording this podcast, and we're at the vending machine. I decided to get some popcorn. Uh, fitting. Yeah, very <laughs> fitting for this podcast about movies. Uh, and Nicole tried getting some chips, too. Tell them what happened. I just don't... Uh, things are just complicated now with technology. <laughs> I Why is a vending machine so much touchscreen? I, I tried to use my crumpled up $5 bill that I've had in my backpack for probably two weeks, and <laughs> the universe just told me that I didn't deserve to have chips today. So They denied her chips, people. <laughs> and yet she has an apple that she's about to eat. Soon. It was. It was. That's going to be my post podcast treat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's get into after roulette and see where we go from there. Will Smith. Will Smith. Do you think that he's had a pretty easy career as an actor? Well, it's funny. Doing some research before this, I found that he almost went bankrupt, and then he got picked up to be the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then that was his big break and then it seemed from there from my limited knowledge like he's had a pretty upward slope since then like I think he knows when to pick his roles and even though now it seems like some of his roles aren't the most deep from my shallow perception of it (laughs) uh, he he knows what will sell I feel like that's a big part of who he is he knows how to sell himself and market his brand. Sorry. He's a businessman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, I would definitely agree. We were talking earlier. We think he's now heading into that influencer lifestyle now. So funny. Watching his YouTube channel, it's, it's he always stays down to earth and he seems like a dad. Like, he just seems mm-hmm. like, oh, that's Will. Like, that's yeah. just Jaden and Willow's dad. But... It definitely, he knows how to be a host. He knows how to constantly be on and entertaining the no whole kidding. time. So I feel like that hasn't changed. Do you think he tells dad jokes? I constantly. I feel like he's like literally the worst. I wonder if he ever relaxes because it does not seem like it. Before uh, recording this podcast, I watched, uh, he. so Will Smith now has a YouTube channel. If you didn't already know, I didn't know this up until Nicole mentioned it to me a, a week yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, but he has his own YouTube channel. One of the videos he did was, um, it. Uh, the title of it was Getting on Stage with Jaden. Um, Jaden now uh, is a very successful rapper. Yeah. Um, interesting, because Will Smith has produced, and Nicole got mad at me for mentioning <laughs> this earlier, but he's produced many successful Spawn in, I, uh, in his family. Sure, okay, we'll go with Spawn. <laughs> um, and uh, Will, uh, Jaden, he was at Coachella this year performing a set, and he invited Will to perform with him. How did I not know that? I don't think many people did. Funny. Yeah, they sung um, one of uh, Jaden's songs and one of Will's, or Will's Will like, songs. songs. Yeah, and um, he was getting a little emotional with it. It was, like, interesting. His well, because I wonder the last time that he's performed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't do many live performances anymore. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, him being an actor and that being his main thing, um, definitely, I think, you know, maybe masks his music career. He, uh, interestingly enough, he's won four Grammys before being an actor. Did not know that either. Yeah. He, um, if you don't keep up with his music career, although it's not really existent anymore, eh. Eh, uh, he was part of the group of DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, which is interesting. That started the show, I think. That's what I thought because he, there was a character on the show named Jazzy Jeff. And then I realized afterwards, so I was just like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Am DJ I? Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince. I'm like, oh, okay.
Am I a bad person by saying I have not watched much Fresh Prince? I always watched it coming home from school and like high school. Oh, wow. So I mean, like I was still late to the party. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't think I ever really got into Fresh Prince, really. I like watch a few episodes there. Um, if we're on the topic of discussing Will Smith and Disturbed, there is that one episode where uh, his character meets his biological dad. Have you seen that episode yourself? I or? think I've only seen the clip of afterwards when he's talking to Uncle Phil and they mm-hmm. had that like real mm-hmm. moment. I It's just like context of the episode, his biolo- biological dad in that series comes back after Will moved away from his mom and uh, like tries to make him seem like he's going to be in his life anymore and then he just randomly leaves. That's a very like Sapper show. And how old is he in that series? Uh, well, I'm it? pretty like he oldest 20s kind of thing. Like he was already very young and like a clip that went viral of like an actual part of that episode where the character Will is talking to his uncle Phil in the show and they have this kind of real moment of Will kind of breaking down and just venting about how he hasn't had a real dad. And then Uncle Phil hugs him and apparently that wasn't scripted. Like that was just a real moment of like Will talking to another actor and having this moment. (laughs) And it was just like, ah. Nicole's eyes explaining all of this is like (laughs) insane, (laughs) big and bold. Um, There's a lot of emotion. Yeah. I'm sorry, you know, if there was Something that I hey, you know do. what? You ain't got to do no nothing, Uncle Phil. Hey, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old. You know, ain't like I'm gonna be sitting up every night asking my mom when's Daddy coming home. You know, who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty damn good at it too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? You did. Got through my first day without him, right? Mm. I learned how to drive. I learned how to shave. I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Down with him! I don't think he is a method actor, but he, there is instances where he's utilized that kind of technique. I think that's yeah. a good example of his early kind of, you know, upbringing into that type of acting lifestyle. Yeah. And why not, too? I think because he came from music. I think actors who come from music and then transition to film, it's very interesting. Most recent example for me would be, like, I don't know, Lady Gaga and The Story is Born. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty good, I think, portrayal of an actor switching, you know, industries a little bit. Because I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but that it's less forgiving for a singer to be bad at acting and, like, keep going. Like, if you're mm-hmm. bad at acting, like, oh, yeah. you're going to have a short career, like, whatever. It's funny when, like, Michael Phelps goes on SNL and he's a bad actor. Michael but, like, Phelps, of sorry. all people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different if, like, Lady Gaga is a horrible actor mm-hmm. and she does a whole feature-length film, which was, like, a remake of yeah. a remake of a remake. Yeah, but, like, yeah. it's common for actors to dip their toe in making bad music and then that's just like oh you made one like album and then like we can forget about it but yeah versus the other way around where you know that that artist has made several successful albums and then they go into film and it's like oh i'm not surprised like i knew that they had that all in them maybe it's like the amount of vulnerability that you just get used to having when Mm -hmm. you're recording music that can transfer in for like typecasting Mm -hmm. maybe that's it maybe that's what sometimes makes a good actor is that they just go for roles that they can really relate to in comparison to actors who have always pursued acting they'll try and branch out Mm -hmm. but like musical artists they know who they are they know what they can portray and what people will believe so i guess in this case will smith believes that he's genie from Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Point disproved. Okay, I got it. Uh, we'll talk about Aladdin because he was in the remake of the movie came out this year. Yeah. Uh, I never watched it personally, but that the, the, that must be disturbing seeing Will Smith play the genie. I think it was more his fake hair that they had him with. That was a little disturbing. I didn't like that beard. Disney remakes on their own always just end up making that actor look not real like, like do you remember Helena Bonham Carter in Alice in Wonderland right oh my god the head yeah they oh. like made her head look like a massive like bulbous <laughs> like it was <laughs> it was memorable yeah and so like obviously if you've seen that Aladdin trailer you would know that Will Smith's head is like super big he's super buff in that yeah. movie it's just surprising because he's always like the dad yeah and yeah and I, I think that maybe plays into that point you made earlier about that vulnerability from a musician to an actor mm-hmm. will smith 
probably didn't know he was going to be a dad early that in his career. Yeah. But you can tell he puts in a lot of, I guess, dedication into whatever he's doing. And I think that transfers to him as a dad as well, too. Yeah. Um, I, I did read that he, you know, basically raised his kids to, you know, reach for whatever they wanted. Um, and I think that's evident because Willow and Jaden are, I think, two of the most successful kids out of, like, a celebrity family. At yeah, least because too. they don't seem... Or they're, like, good at hiding how screwed up they mm-hmm. are. But, like, they just seem successful and they th- they appear to have such a good work ethic because mm-hmm. I enjoy both of their music. Oh, Sam. And I enjoyed Jaden's movies. Yeah. Loved Karate Kid. I think also Will probably was, like, on set cheering them on. Telling him maybe his style of acting. I don't know. Yeah. They haven't really been in as many movies as he's been in. But Yeah. Um, Karate Kid. <laughs> That's the pinnacle. That's the pinnacle. Uh if you've ever seen Karate Kid, not the one with, uh, what's his name, Ralph Macchio or whatever, Macchio. Bruce Lee. Is it Bruce Lee? No. <laughs> no, I think it's Ralph <laughs> Macchiato, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but um, <laughs> uh, Jaden Smith played um, the remake. The, yeah, the main character in the Karate Kid. Yeah. And uh, I think he did a pretty good role. I, I don't think he was a bad actor when he was doing that movie, but I can definitely tell, like, Will definitely helped him with it. I think he was a producer on that movie as well, too. I think he was, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. some fun facts about Will Smith. I think is, as we're talking about his musical career, he was born in September um, of 1968 in Philly, Pennsylvania. Um, and it's interesting kind of seeing someone, you know, from that, position obviously i think that experience made him make fresh prince of bel-air that's what made it seem so real because he really was from philly and he was proud of it Mm -hmm. and from there will's career kind of like blew up very slowly he started getting more roles in you know very early action movies like independence day men in black you know then started doing dramatic roles like ali um a robot, I guess you could say, is a dramatic mm-hmm. movie. Although that movie was that movie's disturbing on, in its own right. Really? I think. Well, do you know the premise of that movie or no? No, it's like if and Will Smith does a lot of post-apocalyptic movies, um, <laughs> uh, but in that movie, it's as if robots were to replace humans. Okay. And how would we live in it? And I think that's set in 2050 or something. Yeah. Um, but regardless, Will Smith kind of you know, did those action movies, I think, as a good base for him. People knew him from being that action actor. Yeah. And then the minute he does, like, Pursuit of Happiness and Shark Tale and even making a cameo in Anchorman 2, <laughs> uh, pretty pretty good actor, in my opinion. Yeah, a little bit of a renaissance man. He just does – he dips his foot in a lot of different things, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he does well. Yeah, so. and he now has a YouTube channel so funny i because i thought that at the beginning of his youtube channel like what made him so big was he like bungee jumped off the grand canyon mm-hmm. and filmed it it was a live stream and i thought that, that was what the, the jumping off point was mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think that a lot he was doing a lot of things with youtube at the time as well and yeah. now he's just like built an actual channel like he vlogs i didn't realize that i thought that he was just like whatever living his life yeah. kind of like a little bit of a secret cam kind of show yeah. like keep up with kardashians whatever no it, like in that coachella video that i mentioned earlier he's literally filming the whole thing himself aside from a few cameramen on the side but like you know it's interesting seeing his perspective i guess yeah. on those things as well too like professional blogger yeah but i guess we can add that to him being an actor a rapper a producer even a writer he's written some movies himself as well too oh really yeah i don't know which movies of such i know he wrote an episode of fresh prince probably because it's based off his life yeah maybe. <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't think they can get anyone else to write that but yeah. um me and nicole when we talk about the movies that we chose i think it'll be interesting kind of comparing them mm-hmm. um mine is more of an action meets drama movie hers is straight up drama from will smith i think the point i think we'll make about point will smith in general is he has all these hands in different industries yeah he's definitely you know done the whole shebang. I, I think the only industry he's not in is probably like cooking or something. Just you wait. <laughs> the Food Network shows Honest, coming up. <laughs> I think that it could happen. What movie did you end up watching? So 
I struggled a little bit trying to figure out what movie I should watch. I thought about the Suicide Squad movie, but then I thought that that was just too, like, on the nose. So I ended up watching Seven Pounds. Okay. Uh, so Of which I have not watched. Um, I know of the movie. I just have not watched it. I don't know the plot. I don't know the premise. I don't know if he dies in there or not. Uh, you don't have to ruin that. The key facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I won't go, I won't spoil too much. In seven days, God created the world. And in seven seconds, I shattered mine. It is within my power to drastically change his circumstances. But I don't want to give that man a gift that he doesn't deserve. Uh, so the movie came out December 19th in 2008. Uh, I didn't realize that till after I watched the movie because mm. I was so confused why he looked so young, but I just assumed that he just looks good, but he's I, not. I feel like that movie was, like, ignored. I think it bit. was. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think it did it do well, um, box office-wise. I It wasn't anything, like, notable box office-wise, and then there was mixed reviews with what people mm. thought of it. It was well received but it wasn't recognized for much people only knew him from hancock and bad boys literally yeah men in black yeah those were the roles even pursuit of happiness i guess if you want to like add in some dramatic roles but it seems like people have their own i guess views on will smith exactly maybe yeah because i fit i thought that those things were true as well i only saw him as an action star pretty Mm -hmm. much i i guess like it's weird because the movie I chose was I Am Legend, which I think was made like a year prior to yeah. Seven Pounds coming yeah. out. Interesting seeing his, I guess, his choice in roles too, because I think that movie was much more critically acclaimed than Seven Pounds yeah. as well too. Yeah. And like, you know, when I think of Will Smith, I think of I Am Legend. Like that's one of the movies, but not Seven Pounds. So I guess it's different takes on it as well too. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny that he did, like, Pursuit of Happiness in 2006, and then he did I Am Legend 2007, and then it was Seven Pounds 2008, and Uh he just kept going. I I noticed that after 2010, his roles just were kind of diminishing a little bit. Not in terms of popularity. I think it's just they weren't as successful as people thought that they were going to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have any movies in mind that would, like, disapprove of that opinion of mine, but... I think he did start taking fewer projects mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. he was really on a roll with all these movies, yeah. like especially like yeah, Hancock. Like these were big movies that people still talk about mm-hmm. now. Like you buy that DVD to this day, kind of thing, <laughs> because you want to rewatch it. DVDs, <laughs> <laughs> old school. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we're, we were just talking. I was telling Nicole that she can, or she, you found out that you could watch I Am Legend on Netflix. Yeah, too. So even that was. A surprise to mm-hmm. me yeah because seven i watched seven pounds on netflix as well mm-hmm. i want to know more about seven pounds probably a lot of you listening haven't watched seven pounds as well too but um i just realized a very like mo- like key moment in my life about seven pounds really uh in my grade eight uh because we take social studies in grade eight not history yeah uh in my grade eight social studies class i'm pretty sure my teacher recommended us to watch seven pounds because isn't there a scene mm. in the movie where he's in a like a or in a bathtub of ice yes is it like a crazy scene or a little a little okay yeah. uh <laughs> but she made an emphasis on us watching this movie because she thought it was great and That's funny. i remember her mentioning that scene like grade eight great seems like a little bit much for this movie it was very young very like different strokes for different yeah. folks <laughs> <laughs> um anyway let's talk about seven pounds yeah, so right off the bat, it starts off with, like, a very uncomfortable scene. Like, it it sets the premise right away. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie wasn't told linearly. Oh. Okay. Uh, so it really jumped back and forth. But I had a bit of knowledge about what the plot was before I went into it, mm-hmm. just because I was looking up different options. But um, it tells a story of this man who works for the like tax revenue agency in the states and you begin to see his different relationships with people that he's talking to and the whole time you're just trying to figure out like what like what's his deal yeah like what is his purpose because Mm -hmm. it's jumping back and forth you know that he is not in a good place um it starts off with him 
it's saying that he's suicidal. So, oh I mean, God. it, like, yeah, like, tone okay. set right away. Wow. And then the next scene is him just, like, losing his cool and yelling at someone. So you kind of – they develop his character in a super interesting way mm-hmm. because this was one of the first movies that I've seen Will Smith in where I'm like, I don't – I hate this guy. Like, I hate <laughs> who you were portraying. Whoa, like, okay. It, it was just so uncomfortable, and he just, like, seemed like such a bad person. And yeah. then you start to care for him more and more, and – he develops a relationship with this woman who has a lot of health issues and the whole movie is showing you how he's a good person and how much he's willing to sacrifice to make other people's lives better Mm -hmm. in that movie is like so you said it's non-linear so do you think that that hindered his performance or what do you what do you think like because as you mentioned before people didn't really take as well to that movie like it got mixed reviews and whatnot do you think his performance in that movie kind of compared to his other work or was it kind of like a step sideways from what he's normally done I think that his performance was amazing like that really showed me that he is a great actor and he won two uh, NAACP awards for this. Mm-hmm. The movie won for Best Actor and Best Actress, and then BET also recognized him as Best Actor Okay, for it as well. So, I mean, so like... Minimal awards, if anything. But yeah, it yeah. wasn't really recognized. Um, his performance was really, really good. I think it was just because the plot was a little bit iffy, and some of the details were definitely, like... Does that make sense? Like, he just donated Uh bone marrow. Why is he lifting things? Like, why? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I kind of feel the same about Hancock a little bit. Yeah. Have you seen Hancock? Well, I mean, he's a superhero in that, isn't he? Yeah. Like, uh, like he starts as a drunk. Fair. Superhero. (laughs) But I kind of felt the same way with that. Like, Like, I've watched Hancock probably once, maybe twice if I ran into, like, or if I went to a friend's place and they were watching on TV, I'd be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But, um, and it's weird because in Hancock, his acting, it, it's good. Like, you know, I wouldn't say it's his most terrible role, but I, I didn't feel that personal connection, you know, as with like a lot of Will Smith movies where you can, you feel like he's your dad almost. Yeah. Trying no. to save the world and whatnot. And that was definitely the case that I felt with this movie as well mm-hmm. because. I literally made in my notes, like, it was hard to relate to him because he was, like, this perfect man who, like, was giving up everything in his life to make other people's lives better. Mm -hmm. Like, so the movie's called Seven Pounds, and that stands for the seven pounds of flesh that he's giving away to help other people. Oh, God. Wait, do you remember the flesh pieces this is turning into like a csi podcast (laughs) (laughs) i don't yeah the fact that it's like seven pounds of flesh because that relates to will smith said this in an interview and uh shakespeare's play uh the merchant tale of the merchant only shakespeare play i know is romeo and juliet but it was (laughs) yeah it was it was a shakespeare play where it was like one pound is equal for the one pound of flesh that he needs to like make up for it kind Uh of thing and uh so they did that with seven pounds like okay Smith has Smith's character has done a terrible thing, which has cost seven people their lives, and so mm. he's trying to atone for that with seven pounds of flesh. Not literally. That's interesting, but though. Definitely, yeah. way more deep than I was expecting. Okay. For some reason, I thought that it had something to do with like this, like seven sins. I don't know why I was so confused about it going in. So. And I think. Talking about seven pounds, it, like in the way that you thought, like it was like the seven sins. There is a movie about that called Seven with another bleeding man who yeah. has maybe gone off the tangent, Brad Pitt. Yeah. A discussion for another day. <laughs> yeah. I think they're friends, Brad Pitt and Will Smith. I mean, I can see it. And powerful men, like just getting together. Well, like, you know, when, like, back in the day, and I think this is still a thing, but when, like, two big celebrities would get married and there would be that name associated, like, Brangelina. Yeah. You know, uh, I can't think of any others, but Will and Jada, like that's yeah. that's a that's a couple people know. Yeah, and they have a lot of power. Yeah, as well too. Um, but getting back to your point about like you know seven pounds in general, the way that you describe it, it seems like a much different movie than what it actually is. It hits hard. Like it's definitely an emotional movie, mm-hmm. and it's definitely it's carried by Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of other like good supporting actors, but they have very small parts. You are just following will smith the whole movie Uh and 
he really makes you feel like you want to die as well. <laughs> like it's just like, it's so sad. Like you just see his sadness like so clear okay. that yeah, the whole movie you're just, you hate him. You're concerned for him. You love him. And then you just have to, you're left to care about everyone else as well. I so. think before you mentioned that you said you hated him in this movie, would oh, you say yeah. that after talking about it, you still hate him? No, by the end of the movie, you are like absolutely in love. Like this, poor man kind of thing but like it I, so that was also an interesting choice to open up the movie and like set his character as like this guy's an asshole yeah and yeah. then by the end of it you're weeping because you care about him so much so and i felt the same way about i am legend like it's, it's set up in the same way non-linear you get your classic flashbacks and you get your um present day type scenes but you like for me in i am legend it, but uh, it like totally completely different point of view mm-hmm. I knew going in that he was like the first time I watched it I knew it was going to be a good movie and it ended up being a good movie yeah. I think he, I loved him in that role yeah um, which for you like you haven't seen that movie um, before we started filming Nicole decided to watch the trailer for the movie nothing happened the way it was supposed to happen six billion people on earth when the infection hit I'm a survivor living in New York City I will be at the South Street Seaport every day at midday when the sun is highest in the sky. And I think it definitely did not show the intensity of his acting in that movie. Yeah, no. Um, But what did you think of just, like, that trailer itself? Just the trailer itself of I Am Legend, it seems corny. (laughs) 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 I, like, it just seemed overexposed kind of superhero-ish movie like I didn't really get the emotional depth of it but I did feel there's a dog in the trailer so I I just did the typical thing and I focus on the dog but so you'll watch a movie based off if there's a dog I know a little bit (laughs) (laughs) well I think and we'll talk next about my analysis of Iron Legend I'm hoping I can like convert you to that because it is not corny at all so funny and maybe it's because I'm a guy and like I for me I don't like action movies that much yeah. but for me I think he definitely like had a really good role that balances out his action with his dramatic roles and his maybe even a little bit of comedy thrown in there there's some That's scenes so where I laugh funny. yeah yeah but no the trailer doesn't show that at all no I, I I'm hoping to make you like I am legend <laughs> even though she's never seen it up until this trailer but still on Netflix I still have time still on Netflix you can watch it right now at home if you haven't seen it too <laughs> Um, but like I was saying before, it was hard to connect with him by the end of the movie. Like, you connect with his character, but it's hard to relate to him. That's a better way mm-hmm, to say it. Mm-hmm. Because he seems so perfect. Yeah. And I think that just makes me a bit more critical of a character then. When a director or a writer will create them to be so perfect that it's just... You lose the the audience's relation to like that person. Like the intimacy of that relationship yeah. yeah I think with Will Smith that dad role definitely is attached to a lot of the you know the movies that he makes yeah um, I think I Am Legend is kind of a perfect example of him making a movie that I don't think people really thought was gonna be like received well I think it was a classic Will Smith movie like action he saves the day in the end um, but it gets more especially in, in 2007 too yeah like 2007 I read somewhere when I was doing my research that like 2007 definitely fresh after a US election I think that was the Ooh. year that Bush got reelected if I'm not mistaken that's interesting um, I may be wrong actually I, I or Bush was president at the time but there was an article saying how um, at the time people started having post-apocalyptic um, fears of a sense and wondering what would happen if the world had ended, whether it be natural disasters or zombies or viruses, which is what I Am Legend is about. The main premise being that the world, there's a virus going around and people are changing. They're, there's blood coming out of their eyes. They're in contact with many people, and especially where it's set in New York City. Yeah. Um, and Will Smith's character, Robert, is a virologist and I don't think I've ever said that word virologist virologist so he <laughs> focused he he's basically the main guy wondering what the heck this disease is about and throughout the movie he's trying to find a cure because it's 
basically he's alone in New York City as this virologist trying to find this cure and there's zombies everywhere or as they like to call it dark seekers interesting yeah and they it basically the whole thing is that at nighttime dark seekers are alive like they're more active and they're trying to kill anything that's not them or not human yeah. but during the day they're completely nowhere except in buildings where it's dark so you get a good mix of him alone in both scenarios as well too and i think the more that you explain this the more i'm thinking that there's obviously more to the movie mm-hmm. than the trailer lets it out i think also since we both took a pop culture class a few years ago we did that's how i don't we didn't officially meet in that class but no I, I think the fact that we both took it makes us even makes this podcast even more special um <laughs> 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 uh, but in that course we talked about movies like contagion which mm-hmm. came out a few years after yeah. i am legend actually mm-hmm. And it makes you think about, like, okay, like, what is it a metaphor for to have these night dark seekers or whatever? Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. what is that actually representing that, like, okay, we have a man who's by himself. He's basically on an island by himself, safe in the daytime, but what comes out at night? And then it's looking more into what it actually is about. That makes that more interesting for me. And I think it's important to bring back the adjective that me and Nicole have pulled out, disturbed. Yeah. So when you think disturbed, you're thinking, oh, am I going to be scared? Am I going to be haunted? Am I going to be bothered by it? Yeah. And I think from Seven Pounds' perspective, you, I feel like, were disturbed by just the fact that him as an actor would probably do a role that involves actual human like interaction in that sense i don't know how to phrase it like how would you say seven pounds made you disturbed yeah whereas your movie was like evident why Mm -hmm. it was disturbing seven pounds i found it more disturbing just because of the subject matter of having like suicide and the there was a lot of like illness talked about in the movie Mm -hmm. and then i think it's also just like his psychology was just like a little bit disturbed good intentions was definitely always there mm-hmm. but it's just like to actually have someone think that they should do these things and one good thing about the movie that i found was mm-hmm. one like super small secondary character who is supposed to be like will smith's character's friend in the movie mm-hmm. i feel like they represented how a human would actually react if their friend was like really taking it upon themselves to give all of themselves to make other people's lives better mm-hmm. like you see his friend really showing emotion like why why are you doing this like why would you do this like this isn't normal kind of thing so like that shows you like the actual effect of it like whereas will smith's character wasn't super relatable his friend was to showcase how you would be feeling in this situation yeah so kind of like a um a point of view that's not will smith's but more so what the audience is feeling yeah more so and i think the same can be said for i am legend Mm -hmm. watching that movie i I remember watching in the theater when it came out with my dad who's a big will smith fan i was telling you about this earlier yeah um but uh watching i am legend from a audience's perspective you feel disturbed because you wonder oh am i gonna be the will smith when this happens yeah am i gonna have to be the one to maybe find the cure am i the one who has to potentially fend them off from you know me turning as well too which is so funny because that movie is so much more relevant today as well just with global warming like who knows who's gonna be left here i would love will smith to be the guy to help with that (laughs) i feel like he would yeah now i would trust him yeah he's a humanitarian i feel (laughs) and in that sense he will definitely help everybody he can um but with i am legend yeah i think one scene that personally for me I felt the most disturbed by it's a scene that happens about midway through the movie yeah. you kind of get to know him as a person what he does alone um, he has a certain routine set up he'll spend part of his day doing normal human activities as if nobody it has you know turned wow. into a dark seeker <laughs> um, and he'll spend the bulk of his time finding the cure you know trying to get samples from dead bodies and blah 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 but there's a scene in the movie where him and his dog who is his only companion in the movie yes i remember um, that part. his dog sam mm-hmm. um they're just walking down the street and sam gets out or gets out of her leash and goes into this dark building where these dark seekers are no <laughs> as you can kind of get it's it gets more intense because will smith's character has to make that choice of oh should i go in and save the only person who's 
been by my side this whole time? Yeah. Or should I, like, not? And self-preservation kind of self-preservation maybe stick to the original plan but he goes in anyway there's a lot of build-up with that scene yeah i know you're a big horror movie fan so i feel like you would like that scene specifically yeah there is a point where he basically ends up getting seen and it's a very the way that they shot it you know he basically finds his dog in the center with all of these seekers dark seekers looking at the dog not doing anything but it's like bait. bait like bait almost and he sees that and then they turn to him interesting and that's where like all hell breaks loose i don't want to ruin the movie but yeah. it's it's i think that build up that makes it so disturbing yeah. for me and i think like other scenes in the movie obviously back that up as well too but will smith's acting is like very specific he knows how to hold back emotion but also show like this is what i'm feeling right now this were happening yeah i'm pretty sure in seven pounds you would say the same thing about him taking those seven parts or whatever his flesh his, yeah. his own freaking <laughs> flesh he he knows how to go there yeah i feel yeah um and i remember before we recorded this podcast i looked up an article about will smith's acting and um the telegraph did an article about three years ago and the main title was um, Six Reasons Why Will Smith is a Much Better Actor Than You Realize. And I think that that's literally what we've found out today. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think he knows how to do the range well. He's had some missteps, obviously, you know, early in his career. Maybe now people don't see him as that way. But I think he had a good portion of his career where I think people definitely ignored him. Yeah. I think he should have gotten more praise. He hasn't won an Oscar. He's been nominated for two for, but only for Ali and Pursuit of Happiness, yeah. not for roles like Seven Pounds or I Am Legend. Because I feel like otherwise people just would discount him as a goofy person because mm-hmm. that's who he was in Fresh Prince and that's who he is showcasing himself as now too. But yeah. it's funny that yeah. it's either he's a super goofy guy who no one really counts on and or... he's the dad type basically. Yeah. yeah. And then me and Matt have like completely (laughs) opened our eyes to these dramatic roles that we didn't think of. Yeah, dissecting, I guess, his acting as maybe he, you know, actually has these roles where he's very in-depth with his character Mm -hmm. and he knows how to bring the audience out. And I think Disturbed was a very good adjective for us to maybe analyze because I think that's a word that not most people associate Will Smith with. Yeah, exactly. People know him as that goofy person, as Mm -hmm. that dad, as that maybe dramatic actor who's been in a couple of drama films but yeah even then like uh there's another scene i imagine where it, and it's very early on in the movie where he's doing his routine and he goes into a blockbuster type store and talks okay. to mannequins yeah like they're not real people but he's conversing like he would be mm-hmm. um I, I, that's another scene where i would say like backs that disturbed point of view up so i think he knows how to be a very good actor i just think maybe he's lost touch with himself yeah, really? I'd be interesting because uh, his newest movie that just came out is Gemini Man. I've and not seen that. Yeah, so the trailer just shows him. Uh, he's portrays himself and his own enemy. Like, he oh. does a whole parent trap thing, Lindsay Lohan-esque, where he's playing <laughs> two characters who looks like himself. That's one celebrity I didn't think we'd mention in this podcast. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan will always we, connect. Maybe one day we'll do that, but not now. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, it's basically like... Uh, coming from the trailers of that that looked like the textbook action movie but it's also like the emotional like oh my god like how can you kill yourself whatever like so that's just gonna it might just end up being Mm -hmm. another movie like i am legend or seven pounds where you watch it there's way more to it than you think but Mm -hmm. will smith just always keeps you guessing no kidding and i just realized Lindsay lohan could have has the same career where she had some quality movies and then she obviously things happened and Paris Hilton was involved maybe in other (laughs) celebrities but uh now it's not as good as her before acting and I think that happens to a lot of actors in general I do you think I think it's like an expiry date type thing or something yeah I think it's just such a fine line of what they can do in what amount of time and mm-hmm. what people find interesting yeah. so that would probably connect to why Will Smith is moving to YouTube because that's a short attention span that he can definitely grab but I definitely think that that's a very interesting medium to move into yeah I think it's it will warrant him I guess maybe some kind of in-depth kind of behind the scenes look at his life yeah. the Coachella video that I mentioned earlier definitely I feel like did that because you get 
recordings of his own direction and of other people recording him yeah through like instagram as well too so instagram. i think it, it makes sense why he made the direction he's in now with more social media involved um and i think he can still do roles that he's obviously good at like seven pounds and i am legend i think it just yeah. i wish a there were better scripts being handed to him because i feel like they, <laughs> right now he's just been getting like oh like here's an action movie do you want it and he'll probably say yes because he has to pay the bills um or I feel like he's past that point. I think <laughs> that he can pay the bills. I, I keep forgetting that he is part so of the powerhouse family. <laughs> I mentioned this to Nicole earlier. This is a fun fact I brought up. But in 2014, he's estimated to be worth 250 million. So yeah. maybe not so much pay the bills. Maybe just to sustain his acting career. Then yeah, you never know what's actually going on underneath the hood. So I don't know. But also, thinking back on Seven Pounds, I am legend. Has he really ever replicated a role where he takes that chance? I wouldn't say Aladdin, is it? I don't think Gemini Man. I've never seen it. I don't know. Maybe that might be the movie. Yeah, I don't know. He did a movie a couple years ago called Concussion, which yeah. I thought was a very good movie yeah. um, where he plays another real-life person. I think that's something that we should definitely you know, key into is that Will Smith plays a lot of biographical people yeah. in his movies. But he plays a guy who challenged the NFL on um, – sports injuries especially to football players and yeah. nobody believed him yeah. I think he did a very good role in that movie I think he should have been nominated for an Oscar he yeah. didn't um, no harm done <laughs> no harm done but still I think he like he has bits and points of where his career is. like there's that uphill and then there's like oh like it's just Will Smith I wonder if he's just tracing trends then I think yeah like Suicide Squad I feel like was a trend yeah. movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> I but yeah I, I think like looking at his YouTube channel right now, I I would like to see more movies like this yeah. from his career. Yeah. I, I think he has the range in him. He's, uh, I think, filming right now the second Bad Boys movie yeah. with Martin Lawrence, which I don't think needed to be remade, but I think if maybe <laughs> if it warrants him some success, then I don't blame him as well, too. But I think me and Nicole have covered a lot of ground here. Will Smith is an actor. He's also... He's a, I, I want to say he's a curator. He knows how to create his career in a way that will give him some, you know, some news at the end of the day. Too. Exactly, yeah. Maybe the things that he is creating aren't the biggest thing. They're not the most newsworthy thing. But he knows how to sustain his career and he knows his brand. Mm -hmm. and he I, knows how to sell it. I would say he knows how to do disturbing roles very well. 100%. As well. I would like to maybe analyze his career, I guess, if I ever have time during the day. Yeah. We're... we're me and Nicole are in the midst of uh, about our third month in Greek home. So yeah. us even trying to find the time to watch a Will Smith movie <laughs> was very, like, you know, very small. But I, 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 I appreciate that we're talking about Will Smith in this. I feel like this podcast itself is maybe like an homage to Will Smith, even though we were, I don't want to say shitting on him. but We dissected he, him and his career, <laughs> and we definitely made our opinions clear about him and our different opinions about him. want to know something what when i went to bed last night i knew we were going to be filming it today but yeah. i was like what if he hears this will smith <laughs> the, will will smith ever hear this podcast who knows do you think he would he seems like he might dip his toe in podcast maybe he will find his name somewhere and talk to us <laughs> he'll turn into uh um i was watching another podcast that i highly recommend it's by sophia bush Oh, yeah. Of One Tree Hill fame. Oh, She yes. has her own podcast right now where she talks to other celebrities. I feel like he could definitely do something like that, too. Yeah. Yeah, aside from his YouTube channel. Connections. I um, feel like we can add in some some discussion on his family in general, because I think this also plays into his acting style. The two prevalent kids that we'll be talking about. He does have three kids, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, we will mostly be talking about the younger ones. Um, funny thing, nobody knows who Will's first kid is his name is trey yes from he's a previous marriage a rapper from a previous ma marriage so he's not attached to jada yes but nobody talks about him like jaden and willow it's, i'm it's sure funny. that yeah you'll see like pictures of them on the red carpet and he's literally cut out of the picture i don't know he's just standing there like a like, like he's, he's still like handsome a, like he, handsome yeah. but like a deer in a headlight yeah type of situation i think maybe he 
maybe felt left out because when you think when I think of the the Smith family, I'm thinking of the main four: Jada, Will, Jaden, Willow. Yeah. Funny because all their names start with J or W. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was intentional? <laughs> I, I mm, uh, we could go on a conspiracy theories later, but um, <laughs> looking at. I guess his family's role, I, specifically Jaden, because I, I see Jaden as a mini Will. Yes. Jaden doesn't act as much anymore. No. But he's done some pretty interesting roles that I feel like I'll remember him for. Yeah, they were both, uh, both kids were pretty creative from a young age, mm-hmm. but Jaden definitely, he seemed a bit more mainstream for a while than J- than Willow did. Yeah, like in I Am Legend, Willow is in it for a good hot five minutes playing oh, nice. his daughter in mm-hmm. that movie. But I feel like I see, I always see movies with Jaden when he was younger, like Pursuit of Happiness, or um, th- there's another movie where he's in. That just he's, spotlight in. Yeah, and like, if anything, I feel like it took Willow a little bit of time to really figure out what she wanted to do. I feel, I feel like Jaden always knew what he was gonna do. He was gonna act and then maybe get into music yeah. as well too. Um, both of them now make like pretty good I don't want to say alternative but like a good crossover between alternative and rap I would say yeah Mm -hmm. definitely Willow has her own specific like niche like grassroots like she creates it she finds other Mm -hmm. artists to collaborate with like she almost went the indie route which is funny considering she's already have a huge name attached to her. I would highly recommend listening to her latest EP if you guys haven't already. Uh, it was a very good EP. It came out in a few months ago during the summer. Yeah. I personally really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaden's music, I don't listen to as much, but um, those kids had an acting career at some point too. Jaden did The Karate Kid yeah. very young. Yeah. I don't think it was a role that most people consider good, but I think it was like a good transition for him somewhat they took a big chance redoing a movie like the karate kid I, yeah I, I i think they pulled it off somewhat good i don't think it got many good reviews in general but i enjoyed it i enjoyed it too <laughs> i didn't mind it and then Jaden, all of a sudden is in a movie with his dad i think yeah. that's a movie we should definitely like you know pay attention to it's called after earth yeah. it was panned at the box office and by <laughs> critics I never watched it, but I watched the trailers for it. That's so funny. <laughs> do you have you do you know what that movie's about? Or? I you saying After Earth actually brought back some memories of the trailer, but I never watched that movie. Another post-apocalyptic film with Will Smith in it, where it's just Jaden and Will, <laughs> Jaden trying to find his dad in like a forest in the future. It was yeah. A little, a little funny. Nicole's on her phone right now, probably looking at. <laughs> yeah, I because that's so funny. 2013, because I was thinking, like, all of these movies were, like, obviously going to connect around 2012, but yeah. this one's 2013, mm-hmm. After Earth. Oh, I remember these posters for it. Yeah. It's all the green, and they've got both of them looking like twins. I'm going to describe the poster just for the anybody watching right now, but um, Will's looking one way, Jaden's looking the other way. There's, like, a greenish hue coming from the middle. Where it's, After like, superhero-esque. Like very, like, I, I feel like it's an alien movie. Yeah. the vibes of it. Yeah, 100%. I feel like Men in Black did it better in general, but... Um, anyway, talking about Will's kids in general, like, you know, there's Jaden doing films with his dad, Willow yep. doing some of them too, and then they do that complete 360 with their music. I think Will definitely maybe wanted them to have maybe their own kind of pathway. Maybe he knew that their, his kids was, weren't liking acting as much. And you can get that sense from the fact that uh, his children's careers went in more independent directions mm-hmm. like Jaden ended up featuring on Tyler the Creator's album like yeah. he's performed at Coachella he mm-hmm. has his own sound it doesn't sound like his dad's mm-hmm. Willow's definitely doesn't sound like his dad no oh my god but they made something new which is something to be said yeah I, I it'll be interesting seeing their careers play out they're very yeah. young they're in their I'm positive Willow's like 20-ish. 20 and yeah. Jaden's 22 23 age ish but yeah um it'll be interesting to see if those kids ever do any more movies because I don't think like Jaden was in a series on Netflix called Neo Yokio interesting it, okay. was, it was animated series uh made by the frontman of Vampire Weekend, Ezra Koenig. Really? Yeah, Ezra Koenig oh wrote, wrote that script. Jaden voices the main character, mm-hmm. basically about this kid who kind of... It, it's set in, like, future Tokyo-ish. 
anime if you can kind of imagine it but he has like <laughs> it deals with magic and whatever okay. i only i only watched like a couple episodes i i got bored of it after a while yeah but even then Jaden doing voice work as well too like with ezra koenig like, of all people I know. like well, ezra koenig didn't voice anyone in the in the series but but, but interesting enough jude law voices yeah. his robotic butler it's just so funny like i i they all just must be good friends that they can just create whatever they want I, and have no limitations. I feel like they're like the Smiths family's careers. I think it should get more praise. They're known for taking that direction that most people don't know that they're going to take. And then when you're left with the result, it's like, oh, they they definitely have like a good growth. Yeah. In general, like they know what direction they want. And I think Will definitely prepped his kids to maybe see that side of the industry where it's not as good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, because they definitely they don't seem like they were wrapped up in any controversies other than Jaden maybe getting involved with Kylie Jenner, but th- we're past that. When was that? Uh, do you remember that? He, when he first released, like, one of his first EPs or whatever, it's got, like, her giggle in it or something. I remember it in Tiger Beat or something. Maybe I'm aging myself. But <laughs> I was I was in a grocery store the other day, and I saw an issue of Tiger Beat. That's funny. It, no Jaden Smith on the cover, but, like, the kids these days are talking about other... I guess celebrities like Kylie and whatever. But, yeah. Um, but even now, Willow is on the red table with her mother and her grandmother. I thought she just did one episode. Are they all? On together, well, or? I just watched one of Will Smith's newest vlogs because I'm a huge fan now, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole family was on it. If anyone doesn't know what Red Table is, it's Jada's show where she and commentary, a, isn't it? Yeah, they. It's kind of like a podcast, but they record it. It's like a round table of discussion. But Jada features, I guess, her family members. I saw the episode with Willow and her, their grandmother. Yeah. Um, and if like I would highly recommend seeing that one specifically because Willow herself discusses post whip my hair. Yeah. All the mental health things she was going through and Jada's responses, oh, I'm not going to get angry at my daughter. I'm going to listen to her and, you know, ask questions as to why maybe she fell down that route or what she was feeling in the moment. Th- that family is so acceptable of each other, you yeah. know? I'm sure that they have to be if they've been in the eye of fame their, like, entire lives yeah. pretty much. I don't know. So. Do you think they'll have another kid? Probably not. Ugh. Uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I I feel like that's a last ditch effort. If you have a kid this late in the game, I think that that's oh. like you're trying to stay relevant. Sorry, that's true. But well, no, with all the Northwests and the uh, what's Kylie's baby's name? I don't Stormy. Stormies yeah. and all like all these celebrity kids popping up now. I think Jada and Willow definitely are the of the status quo. They're almost, yeah, role models. Yeah, I would say. Oh, that's a good example. Like, you know, they're role models to other celebrity kids. But going back to Will Smith's acting and the decisions that he made with his career and then that I feel producing, well, not producing, but kind of maybe giving advice to his kids in the end, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 I I would say that it's, uh, Will Smith in his own right is a disturbing actor but a very loving dad. Can you agree? That's <laughs> or, one way to put it. I, I don't I don't think that was the emotional, best way. Emotional actor who uh, definitely leans into being a good dad. And I think that it was a lot easier than I thought to choose uh, movies that include Will Smith, either representing a disturbing character or dealing with uh, disturbing subject matter. I think that that is a good key take home mm-hmm. from this. Nicole said it better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did the I did the shorthand version, I guess, of what <laughs> I was saying. Disturbing actor with a good dad. Uh, well, <laughs> even then, like, I personally, for me, I think he's a disturbing actor now. Aladdin was not a movie that I thought was a good movie for This him. is fair. Disturbing is a loose term. <laughs> um, but I, I think I want to ap- end this episode of our very first episode of Actor Roulette. Yes. By saying... Um, I think Will Smith is a good role model in general. I think he he knows what he's doing. So I, far, so good. Yeah, I, I even though he's made choices that I don't think you and me agree with, I think yeah. he he he's a good actor. And, and I think he's smart. Smart actor, humanitarian, superhero, post-apocalyptic hero, definitely. Emotional, soft man, 
who is just ready to try anything. Her answers are like so different yep. from each other. <laughs> <laughs> but next episode of After Roulette, me and Nicole are going to be discussing a very highly, I don't want to say influential because she she's relevant. Have, she doesn't have any social media as far as I know. Um, but she, no. I don't want to ruin it for the viewer. Listen to the next episode if you want to find out who we're talking about. But the word that we got as the adjective is definitely an interesting word. Yeah, it's abundant. Abundant. And I think the actor that we're talking about does have an abundant array of roles like Will Smith. It's a female. She recently got married recently. Nicole didn't find that out until I told her that a week ago. Once again, I'm a little bit behind, but I'm getting there. But anyway, it's an actor. She's done roles in a variety of films, action, dramatic, comedy. Comedy. She's done some teen films we're giving a lot of hints i know i don't want to ruin it for the listener and i will like to end off by saying i'm so glad i had that popcorn before this it really makes a difference doesn't it yeah i can't wait for my apple we're gonna get nicole her chips next episode (laughs) thanks for listening